సహనావతు సహనౌ భునక్తు సహ వీర్యంకరవాహై తేజస్వినవధీతమస్తు మా విద్విషావహై శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి పూర్ణమదూర్ణమిదం డైరెక్షన్ అండ్ స్టిల్ 
it is taught as though it is located in the lotus of the heart, in the fine space, in the lotus of the heart. So location is superimposed upon Brahman. Again Brahman is devoid of all the gunas or qualities or attributes and still again Brahmadi attributes or gunas are superimposed such as Satyakamaha, Satyasankalpaha for the purpose of meditation. So facilitate, to facilitate the knowledge of Brahman which in the Paramarthic or absolute mass sense is devoid of all attributes, all qualities, all locations, any idea at all, any concept. And still for preparation for that knowledge these are superimposed. So that's what the Tikangara said in the second page. Nirvishesham Param Brahma Sakshakartam Anishwaraha Anishwaraha those who are not Ishvara, those are not capable of sakshatkartam, of realizing or directly knowing nirvishesham param brahma. So Brahman, param brahma, the absolute Brahman, which is nirvishesham, devoid of all the vishesha or attributes. So those are not able to directly grasp this. Ye mandaha, meaning those whose minds are not developed enough or mature enough to grasp Brahman as a self. Anukampyande savishesha nirupanehi To know nirvishesham Brahman, Brahman without vishesha attributes, to know it as the self. But here Brahman is presented as the object of worship. Savishesha nirupanehi anukampyande So Brahman is worshipped first to help these people tune up with Brahman with attributes so that later on attributes can be negated to see it as the very self. Vashi Gurte Manasyesham Sagunat Brahma Shiranath. Shiranath. So by, for a long time, by meditating upon, worshipping, getting acquainted with this Saguna Brahma. Esa, Esha, Manasi, Vashikrate, when the mind is then under control. When the mind has become subtle, mind has become single pointed. Tadeva, Avid Bhavet Sakshat, Apeudo, Pahadikalpanam. No doubt, in its true nature, Brahman is devoid of all the upadi, all the conditionings. But the conditionings are superimposed upon Brahman. To help this person visualize it, relate to it, associate with it, identify with it. And with that identification with devotion or bhakti, that Brahman itself appears before them, manifests before them as a self. <coughs> so that's the karma followed here. And again, the nodes of Brahman, they do not require any injunctions or instructions with reference to what values to follow because this some spontaneously follow the values. So Brahmachari, etc., all this vrata or all these, the, I mean, you know, the resolve are not required. So they don't have to have to follow certain injunctions or the vows because they are naturally Brahmachari. <coughs> But still, those who are not ready for them, Brahmacharya, Satya, all of these tapasharya, all of these vratas, all these rules also are prescribed here. Yadyapi ek atma ekatvedam gantrukumana gantavya bhavat. There's no gati. Yaheva samavaniyante. So if this is what is this Brahman, and I am Brahman, therefore, there is no question of going and coming because there is no place where Brahman is not. There is no place I am not in the reality. So for those who know Brahman in its true nature, there is no question of a goer, a traveler and the traveling and the destination. 
And still, those who are yet oriented towards taking themselves as limited beings, those who achieve a certain goal, those they look upon themselves as those who have to reach a certain destination, a certain dhamma realm, for them also, so murdhinya nadya gati vaktavya. So for them also the gati, the passage through the cerebral, you know, the opening is also being stated here. <coughs> so this is the purpose of the first six sections of the eighth chapter, <coughs> which prescribe the upasana or meditation upon Brahma. So then the question was, Tritesham Brahmapohatham Paramasa Advayam Brahmagrahitavyam. So why not these people are taught directly the Nirgunam Brahman? They are Brahma. These are all Brahma, all the delusions that they are entertaining about themselves and about Brahman also. That I am a jiva, I am a traveler who has to reach a destination. That Brahman is a location someplace and I reach that location. That Brahman is possessed attributes such as Satyakama, Satya Sankalpa, omniscience, omnipotent. So to remove this Brahma of the delusion that these people entertain, why don't you directly tell them that Brahman is devoid of all? These are all Brahma. Kim Anyatha Upadishyate, why are you initiating them into the upasara meditation on Brahman before teaching them directly what Brahman is? So the page 348 Bhashakara said, So, Shruti seems to think like this. Shruti doesn't say so, but from what it says, this is a tatparya. So from the train or from the method that Shruti seems to imply here, we think that this is what Shruti has in mind, you know. Manyate Shrutihi. That is Tatparya. So what is the Tatparya? What is it that the Shruti intends to communicate? With what intention does the Shruti say that? Sanmarga, Sanmargasta, Tavat Bhavantu. Let them first come to the right path. Tataha, Shanahi, Paramadasadapi, Grahishyamidi. Then, slowly as they are getting ready, I will also make them grasp or see or realize also the Paramadasat, Brahman which is Sat or existence, absolute non-dual. I will make them see that. <coughs> now we are on page 346, we have to look at this Tika, Abhino Narayana Nandendra Saraswati, in the line number 20, Grahishyamiri. I will later on make them see the true nature of Brahman. Where? In the seventh. So after the first six sections are over, on the page 381, where the seventh section begins, Yatma, Apahatapatma, Vijaraha, Vibrityu, Vishokaha. So beginning from there, Upanishad will teach the Brahman that is devoid of where all the attributes are negated. Now the thing is, the description is the same. See, Atma that is taught here in meditation is the same if you look at page 351. We'll see that. Brahmapuram Asmin Kama Samai Atma 
ಸೊ So far, his need is that Brahman should be possessed of attributes. Then only he can relate to Brahman. Then only he can worship Brahman. Then a time comes when he is now ready to cross that. Like the old pole, where you lift yourself up to this height and then let go of the pole. So the attributes act like that. The meditation upon the attributes have has enabled this person to rise to a point where he can let go of those attributes. So this is the method that Shruti employs here. But the thing is, since the description is the same, there are the questions arise sometimes whether is the same Atma being taught, same Saguna Brahma being taught or what it is. Whether subsequent section talks about Saguna Brahma or Nirgunam Brahman because same is described there, you know. So that is what this Tikagara takes up for discussion. So going back to again page 346. Grahishyami di apahata papma ityarjana grahishyami Shruti thinks that once you gain the right maturity with Upasana, then I'll make them see the true nature of Brahman through this description or passage, Yatma Apahatmatma. Etena Rudai Deshasya Satya Kamatvadehe Gunajatasya Gadesya Yahuktehe. So here, with reference to Yatma Apahatapatma, during the first six sections, Rudai Deshasya that Brahman possessed of the attributes of Apahatapatma, Vijaraha, Vimrutyahu is described as located in the Rudaya Desha or in the lotus of the heart. So it is said to be located. Satyakamatvade Gunajatasya is said to be possessed of the attributes of Satyakama, unfailing desires, Satya Sankalpaha. Unfailing dissolves. Gati is and the Gati departs from the, the Mudanya Nari or the cerebral passage. So here all of this is stated. The same Atma Abhata Patma here, all this is being stated. And later on the same is described without those things. So understand this, the, you know, the style that the Shruti is employed here. Kamadi itaratra tatrase ayatana dibhihi sutrena. So, that sutra, I'll just, I will look a little, I mean, we will look at later, but here, let's read that sutra for you. Kamadi itaratra tatracha ayatanaribhya. So that's a sutra. 3.3.39. Which we already looked at, but then say, Kamadi itaratra tatracha ayatanaribhya. That's a sutra. Kamadi satya kamatvadi gunagramaha. Kama means what? So you will connect this. Wherever kama occurs in the Upanishad, satya kama. 
कामादि अनुमित काम अदृश अवसर सत्य संकल्प है सो सत्य कामादि गुण ग्राम होल ग्रुप ऑफ द गुण ऑफ द वर्च्यूज नेमली अनफेलिंग डिजायर्स अनफेलिंग रिजॉल्व इतरत्र सो दैसी संदोग इतरत्र बृहदारण्य के वी सो ओनली एट दिस धर उपासना और मेडिटेशन अपॉन दिस स्पेस इन द हार्ट अकर्स इन मेनी प्लेसेस सो वी सो ऑल द डिस्कशन हाउ वी मस्ट कंबाइन द एट्रीब्यूट्स समवेयर सम एट्रीब्यूट्स आर स्टेटेड समवेयर सम अदर एट्रीब्यूट्स आर स्टेटेड देन वी शुड कंबाइन ऑल ऑफ देम सर्वशित्वादिकम सदस्वाद देश यू नो सर्वशी एक्सेट्रा बृहदारण्य के तत्र उपसंहृतव्यम इन सो वेन यू डू दिस मेडिटेशन एस प्रिस्क्राइब इन शांदोग्य यू शुड ऑल्सो कंबाइन द एट्रीब्यूट नॉट स्टेटेड ये पर स्टेटेड एल्सवेयर इन द सेम कॉन्टेक्स्ट इन द अदर उपनिषद बृहदारण्य के आयतनादि वाई डू से दैट इज सेम उपासना आयतनादिभ्य आयतनम इज द सेम द लोकेशन इज द सेम वॉट इज इट हृदय इन छंद बृहदारण छंदोग्य एंड बृहदारण द प्लेस ऑफ मेडिटेशन इज द हार्ट एंड सो द एट्रीब्यूट ऑल्सो अदर यु विधरण विधारण सो वन दैट इज सेतु वन सस्टेन्स एवरीथिंग एंड वन दैट एक्चुअली इज रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर द डिविजन्स so that there is no intermingling of the various dharmas the certain description that similar idea is that certain description is similar from that we conclude that the upasana is the same the same meditation is prescribed in both the upanishads therefore whatever is stated in one upanishad also should be included in the upasana that was the sutra there <coughs> सूत्रेण बृहदारण्यक निर्गुण विद्यायान वॉज दट बृहदारण्यक टॉक्स अबाउट निर्गुण विद्या एंड छांदोगे टॉक्स अबाउट सगुण विद्या लेटर ऑल्सो सत्य कामा सत्य संकल्प एक्सेट्रा ए सगुण ब्रह्म सूत्रेण बृहदारण्यक निर्गुण विद्यायान सत्य कामत्वादी गुणोपसंहार उक्त सगुण ब्रह्म नर्गुण ये मनते सुनाओ बृहदारण्य के निर्गुण विद्या सो वॉट एवर एक्टिविटी स्टेटेड देर वेन यू इंक्लूड दैम हियर सो गुण उपसमारोक्त सगुण ब्रह्म नर्गुण दैट नॉट ओनली फॉर मेडिटेशन ultimately brahman is only sagunam and not nirgunam because attributes are are included idi tesham paksha nirastah the idea is that chandogya also ya atma abahata paatma from the seventh section is teaching nirgunam brahma and not saguna brahma it is not that bruhadaranyaka nirguna brahma is star and chandogya saguna brahma is star that's not so In fact, that is what uh, see same page in the footnote last. Siddhantastu chandogye saguna vidya bhujaranegatre nirguna vidya bhedevi siddhanta. So chandogye saguna vidya and nirguna vidya. Ini bhedevi stuttyartham gunobhasamhara ishade. No, but this Tika Garas says no. Chandogya also is Nirguna Brahma. Bhujaranika Nirguna Brahma. Now Tika Garas gives the reason why here also from the seventh chapter what the Shuti will grahi shami. So I'll make them see the true nature of Brahman. So what is the true nature of Brahman? Is Saguna Brahma or Nirguna Brahma? So that is why this Tika Gara takes up the discussion. Shastha Saptamayoho Sadekam 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 Eva Dvidyam 
यत्र नान्यत पश्चित्यादिना निर्विशेषम उपक्रम्या सो इट्स वेरी क्लियर दैट द सिक्स चैप्टर ऑफ दिस छंदोग्य उपनिषद सदैव सौम्य एकमेवाद्वितीयम वन विदाउट अ सेकंड डिवाइड ऑफ द स्वगत सजातीय विजातीय भेद यत्र नान्यत पश्चति नान्य छणोदी देर ऑल्सो द डिवाइडी बिटवीन दी सीयर इन द सीन हियर एंड हर दैट ऑल्सो इज निगेटेड सो निर्विशेषण इज वेरी क्लियर दैट द सिक्स चैप्टर द उपनिषद टीचिंग दी निर्विशेषण ब्रह्मा उपक्रम में बहुधा समर्थनार्थ इन सेवेंथ ऑल्सो द समर्थनम सेम थिंग वाज you know, uh, firmed up in the seventh chapter. Uttaratravi. So then in the sixth chapter and seventh chapter, when Chandogya Upanishad is taught, Nirguna Brahman, why should the eighth chapter same Upanishad teach Saguna Brahman? Doesn't make sense? For somebody to conclude that in Bhadaranika Upanishad, Sudhi teaches Nirguna Brahman, in the eighth chapter of Chandogya Upanishad, this Saguna Brahma does not make sense because the sixth and seventh chapter the Upanishads taught Nirguna Brahma. The eighth chapter why should it teach Saguna Brahma? Yatma Atyagana Satya Kamatva Diguna Vishistha Anuvadena. The problem is because the Anuvada. Yatma Apahatapatma Vijaraha Vimrutyu. Since all the attributes also are repeated, therefore whether the Upanishad means to teach you Saguna Brahma or Nirguna Brahma. So now the sixth and seventh chapter, the topic has been Nirguna Brahma. Therefore, Yatma Atyayana Sattva Kamatvadi Guna Vishishta Anuvadena. The Anuvada. Anuvada of Saguna Brahma. Guna Vishishta means Saguna Brahma. So what was taught in the first six sections of this is only reiterated for what? Tat Apohena. Later on what is meant is, so now this, this Vasaka, this person has been meditating upon Brahman with possessed of all the attributes. So same thing is repeated there to then help him let go of those attributes. During meditation, he has been meditating upon Brahman with attributes. So, now for teaching him the Brahman without attributes, same thing is reiterated to help him let go of those attributes. So, that apohena kevalasya So, from the Seventh section, when the Brahma Vidya is taught, the reason why these attributes are repeated is to let them for helping the student, let them go because he has been so far meditating upon Brahman with those attributes, so he let go. Nacha Vishishta Seva Tatra Gnetam Uchyata Yeti Vachyam So Vishishtam is qualified. Tatra Gnyata Uchade, it is qualified Brahman, that is being taught as Gnyam or something to be known. Yasmin Dyahu, Prathvicha, Antariksham, Otam Manasa, Pranasya Sarvai, Tamevaikam, Janathaiti, you see Mundaka Upanishad. Yasmin, that in which Dyahu, Prathvicha, Antariksham, the heaven, the earth, the intermediate world, Otam is pervaded, sustained, manasa, pranaisa, sarvai, along with the mind, along with the pranas, and all the three worlds are located in which, sustained by which? Tamav ekam janatha, know that one. So now, know that one means what? That in which the three worlds, namely earth, Intermediate world and heaven, all of these are located, that is, sustains all these worlds, which pervades all these worlds, along with the mind and prana. 
नो दैट तमेव एकम जानथ नो दैट वन नॉन ड्यूअल सो विच इज दैट वन इज इट ए वन विद दलॉन्ग द्री वर्ल्ड दैट इज वेट इज टॉट और द वन दैट सस्टेन द थ्री वर्ल्ड विच वन इज टू बी नोन एज वन अट इज नॉट मेडिटेटिंग ऑन नोइंग ब्रह्मन एज दस्टेनेबल थ्री वर्ल्ड ब्रह्मन दट इन फैक्ट ट्रांसेंड दो थ्री वर्ल्ड मीन यू टू नो दैट द डिस्क्रिप्शन इज वन पजेस्ड ऑफ द एट्रीब्यूट सो वन दट पजेस्ड द एट्रीब्यूट so one that is devoid of attributes upon which attributes superimpose so that no brahman without the attributes that is what is meant that it's called vishishta or visheshya which one is qualified vishesha or visheshanam is qualification visheshya so that which is indicated by the qualifications upon which qualifications superimposed <coughs> क्वालिफिकेशन See that is unqualified has to be known. Yes, less chitraguhu tam ana ityadi dityadayuva. So in Sanskrit we say yes chitraguhu tam ana. Who is chitraguhu? Chitra gavaha yasya sa chitraguhu. It's an interesting uh, compound, you know. Is a bahuri compound. Chitra means colorful. So go means the cow. So this Devadatta is called Chitra Guhu because he possesses the cows with colors, you know, different colors. Cow is maybe red cow, cow may be there, black cow may be there, white cow may be there, or same cow may have all these different uh, colors. Sometimes one patch is red and one patch is white, etc. Whatever. So Chitra Guhu is what Devadatta, who is possessed of. The variegated cows. So yes, Chitraguhu, them are there. You know that Chitraguhu, bring him. So when you bring him, see his name is what one possessed of the coloured cows. But when you bring that Devdatta, you don't bring cows. You follow? Who is Devdatta? Chitraguhu possessed of Chitragava. When the Devdatta is brought. He is not the gava. The cows are not to be brought. Devadatta alone is brought. Similarly, know that atma, who is apahara paapma, vijaraha vimrutyu, it is not the paapma etc. But the atma possesses those attributes, is to be, which is himself devoid of attributes. Visheshyasya anesh anveshtamyatva pratyate. Therefore, atma anveshtamya, which is to be investigated. That which is the locus of all the attributes, such as apahata paapma, vijaraha, vimrutyo, anyatha, tasmin jadantha, tadanveshtabhyam, eshatma, apahata paapma, atmanam, anuvidya, vijanti, etam, sastika, ityadhanayava, atmana, gunanamcha, anveshtabhyatvokte, So by all this description, ya atma apahara paapma etc., which is stated here, anuvidya. So those who know the atma along with all the satya kamas, meaning the unfailing desires etc., atmana gunaramcha anveshtabhyatvokte, atmana gunavishtatvokteshcha. So then you have to inquire into know all these atma along with the gunas and the atma also with gunas. If that is the upasana, so same words appear. Anveshtamya, vijignasatamya. 
is to be known, is to be specifically inquired in same expressions appear in both upasana as well as knowledge. Except the upasana, the one is to be known is with attributes. In the Brahma Vidya section, one is to be known is the locus of those attributes. <coughs> so that's the difference. Otherwise, what's the point in, you know, repeating the same thing? So, Iha Pratipadana Pradhanatta. So, Idi Atmana Guna Vishishtattvokte Shaidam Punaruktam Vyasam The same Atma is to be known. This, there was no point in repeating the same words. And so, Isha Atma Apahatapapmaita Guna Vishishtyasya Pripadana Adarshanat. <coughs> so, that in the second, in, in Brahma Vidya section, <coughs> there is no intention of teaching Atma as possessed those attributes. <coughs> How do you say that? Magavan Martim Vaidam Sharinam Ityadina Sharininda Purvakam. He Magavan. Martim Vayadam Shariram. Indra, this body is mortal. But it is the locus of manifestation of the immortal. So, idea that mortal is to be given up to know the immortal. So, Sharir Ninda Purvakam, the body is condemned here as mortal. A Shariram Vavasantam, one knows the bodiless. Ityadana, Sarupalakshida. So the Vishesh and Nishedukte by that, the idea is to give up the body and all the attributes also which are in the body, gross and subtle bodies. <coughs> so now, says Jika on the page 347, Tasmad Upasanartha Muktam Sagurum Anudya. So this is now this Dhanta. Therefore, Upasanartha Muktam Sagurum Anudya. Saguna Brahma, which has been stated here for the purpose of meditation, tatapohena, by negating all those attributes, tatra kaivalya sevagnyata uchyate, in the Brahma Vidya section, kaivalya, or the non-dual, or the non-unqualified, used to be known, that is the idea. <coughs> it is system. So that alone, Makes sense, is alone, that is alone clear. Otherwise, see the, in some ways it is confusing. But then, there will be no point in this same description being repeated unless something else is to be done. So first the description is for the purpose of meditation with attributes. Subsequently, the same description is for purpose of knowledge by letting go of those attributes. So purpose of meditation is for a person to gain that maturity of mind where one is now ready to let go of those attributes. He needed those attributes in order for him to meditate and relate to Ishvara, Brahman. So you can relate to Brahman only when Brahman is omniscient, omnipotent and Krupavan and you know that which showers Krupa or grace upon you. So by receiving that grace, now you come to a point where now you become free from that need. Then you can even go beyond that. No doubt, Surdam Sarabhutanam, Brahman is definitely the well-wisher of all, but it's something beyond also. <coughs> because well-wisher, any attribute that is stated will create some conflicts. How do you say well-wisher of all? If Brahman is well-wisher of all, then how about all Daityas and Rakshas is well-wisher of them also? In that case, he can't be well-wisher of Devadas. So the Bhagavata itself said that yes, he is well-wisher of the Bhaktas, same time destroyer of the Daityas. So no attribute of Ishwara also will apply in every situation as far as we are concerned. Only when you look upon even Lord Krishna also, as beyond all the attributes, then alone all attributes can apply. We can find those attributes as only good and only showering grace, then we do not see Him showering grace upon everybody. We see Him as punishing those fellows. Then you can say, of course, that's the way of 
showering grace upon them. That's one thing. But it doesn't look like he showers grace upon everybody in the same way. His bhaktas are all preferred. There is a partiality as compared to all the daityas. Therefore, his grace must be such that which cannot be only determined by his action in one place, his grace must be such that which transcends both his actions of favoring and punishing. So ultimately he has to be beyond all this, any particular description. So but then you have to grow to that point. Oh, but Bhagavan is not even, uh, you mean he's not even graceful, he's not even uh, kripal? Is not, is this beyond that? Meaning you give up your notion of what is Krupa. He is Krupa all right. But Krupa means doing what you want him to do. That could no, you have to get out of you have to grow out of that. You will see his Krupa even when he doesn't do what you want him to do. So then slowly you become mind becomes subtle enough or sure enough or bold enough or fearless enough to even give up the idea of krupa or grace only in a certain way, that Bhagavan is with me only when he does what I want him to do. No, Bhagavan is with me regardless. To see that krupa when he doesn't do what I want, it requires more subtle thing, which is what the Upanishad wants us to grow to. <coughs> Therefore, tasmat upasanartha muktam Sagunam Anudya. Anudya means Anuvada. Meaning reiterating same words. So Anveshtamya, Vijignasitamya, same thing is stated. <laughs> Just Anuvada. Tat Apohena. By giving up all those attributes. Kaivalya Seva Vignetum Vichare. In the Brahma Vidya section, Kaivalya or absolute or non-dual or that which is beyond all the attributes is Vignayatvam. That is the one that is to be known, is stated in the 8th chapter, I mean the uh, subsequent sections. In the Eva system, that alone would be proper, that alone would make sense. <coughs> Still he continues, Sutra Karenapi Uttarachet Avirbhuta Swarubastu Vidyanena Prajapati Vakya Avirbhuta Swarubhasya Brahma Bhutasya Paripadyatu Muktam. We'll see that, but what is that? Sutra Vibhavadana Pashavash. So that is the one three nineteen, the Sutra. Uttarachet Avirbhuta Swarupastu. That's the Sutra. Uttara, later on, so then later on means when Prajapati teaches about Brahman to Indra and Virochana. says, Ye Esha Akshini Purusha Dushyade Eyes. So Purusha or the conscious being that is seen in the eyes. So the question is, what is the nature of Atma? Who is Atma? The answer is given, the one who is seen in the the conscious being that is seen in the right eye, which is not the waker, not only waker, but the one that manifests as the waker. The same is taught as a dreamer, then deep sleeper, and then beyond that. So in the eighth chapter, the style is first atma is taught as waker, then taught as dreamer. Then taught as deep sleeper, which is what they take literally, and then they realize that that cannot be. And then he's taught as that, he's substratum of all this. That's when the final knowledge takes place. Ityadi Uttara Prajapati Vakya. So Prajapati says this to Indra and Virochana. Uttara. So Jive Apahata Papatvadi. Dharmokte jiva eva dhara kasha The one that is seen in the right eye is jivatma. That means that who is dhara kasha? 
So later on, now point is, whether now is Upanishad teaching us about Jivatma or Brahma? Even in the Upanishad section also, is the teacher teaching us about the Jiva or Brahma? Apahatapaya, Atma, Apahatapapma, all those words seem to talk about the Jivatma. Of the Jivatma, Atma, they start, is obtaining a right eye, is this the Jivatma or Paramatma? So Sutra Gana says, Avir Bhuta Swarupastu. It is not the Jivatma, it is Avir Bhuta Swarupaha. Avir Bhuta Paramatma Swarupaha. It is a Jiva of which the true nature has become manifest. <coughs> so Jiva, so even though Jiva is taught, Bhavish Jiva, Jiva whose true nature has become evident, meaning Brahman. So, Avirbhuta Paramarasava Jiva Yava Tattva Vakshita, Natu Jivatva Vishishta. The person's right eye is not the limited being, it is the content of the limited, the Vika. The Vika is not taught that, but the content of the Vika. Vishwala Vika is a Jiva. So, words say that, who is Atma? The one that is manifest in the right eye. Not the Vekar, that's the Jiva Atma. But no, it's not the Vekar that is taught there. When the Vekar realizes true nature, the enlightened Vekar is being taught, all the Vekar's true nature has been manifest, meaning that Paramatma is being taught there. Ataha, the Dhara is not Jiva Atma, Dhara is Brahman or Paramatma. <coughs> so this is what we will see on that, uh, you know, the whole section on Dhara. <coughs> Going back to Tika Idhyanayana, Prajāpadivākya, Avirbhūta Svarubhasya, Brahmabhūtasya, Paripādhyatma Muktam. So Sutrakāra also has concluded or said this, that what is taught, in the Brahma Vidya section of the Shandogi 8th chapter is not Jivatma, but the true nature of Jivatma, which is Paramatma or Param Brahma. Then again somebody may argue, naturally, Avirubhata Swarubho Jivayatra Uchyade, alright. So Sutrakara says that Jiva with Avirbhuta Surupa, whose then the nature has been revealed, whose own nature has been revealed. This is, even Sutrakara says there is Jiva, so Jiva is taught there, not Brahma. So Avirbhuta Surupa, Jiva Yatevatra Uchyade, Ataeva, Dharavakya, Abhadapatmatpada Vishishtam, Brahma Uchyade. So somebody says, there is Dharavakya. In the Upasana, it is Brahma that is being taught. In the, in the Brahma Vidya, it is Jivatma that is being taught. Two entities are separate. Yetu Tathavedo Jivuchidi Apaunaruktyam. It's not the same entity is meditated upon, and same entity is known. The one that is meditated upon is Brahma, and one that is taught and to be known is Jiva. That's, that's somebody's argument. It is not vachyam. See, vachyam is goes all the way to nachar. The thing is that three sentences came in between. Remember, it is one, one sentence. Avirubhuta sarubha jivaya uchyate adayava dhara up to apaundurakthim is one vachyam. It is not vachyam. Why? Brahma binnasya jivasya bhinane. You say that, so, Jiva is different from Brahman. If that's what is meant, first Brahman is taught, then Jiva is taught. If that is the thing, then Tasseva, Dhara, Kasabda, Arthatva, Apatya, then that Jiva alone will mean Dhara, not Brahman. Brahmane Upasitvam, Na Jiva Shedi, Parakruta Adhikarana, Artha Asiddhya, Apatya. Then Upasana, the Jiva will become the object of meditation, not Brahman. But the whole dhara, adhikara, say that Brahman alone is upasya and not jiva. So then that conclusion will be contradicted if this is your interpretation. 
अभिन्नत्वे त्वन्मते पंगुरुक्तता ब्रह्मण ब्राह्मणानी पंच हविगुंशी अर्थवाद अतिदेशवाद उपासना So bhavantu, let them come to the right path. Tata so There were same attributes are reiterated. So this person can relate, and then Shruti teaches him how to let go of those things. So shanehi paramarsadapi grahishami, and then I will make him see. The Paramatma also the absolute existence also. <coughs> so now we have seen the whole introduction of both the Tika Karas. Now we can go to the the, the mantra or the Kandika on the page three forty four. Om Atha. अस्मपुरे दहर पुंडलीक वेश्म दहर अस्काश तस्दंतन्वेष्टव्यम तद्वाजिज्ञासतव्यम thereafter, having stated the Nirguna Brahman six seven chapters, thereafter now the Upasana is being taught. So Atha begins Om, of course, because a new chapter begins, and that begins with Mangalacharanam Om. Atha, idam asmin Brahmo pore dharam pundari kam veshma. Asmin Brahmo pore puri means the the city. In this city of Brahman, the Haram Pundari Kam Veshma. Veshma means a dwelling, a house or a dwelling is called Veshma. Veshman, sometimes there. Pundari Kam Veshma. So in this city of Brahman, there is this dwelling of the nature of the lotus, the Haram, which is small. So body is big, and there this heart. We just call it lotus, like an inverted lotus bud. So that's a small thing compared to the whole body. So dharam pundarikam veshma. So Brahmapuri Bhaskar explained is his body. His body is called Brahmapuri because it is the dwelling place of Brahman. Where does Brahman dwell? In the palace of the heart. So just as a king dwells in a palace in a city. So, so in the city that is body, Brahman dwells in the palace, which is the lotus of the heart. Dahara asmin antarakasha. Again, in that dwelling place, which is the heart, asmin dahara antaraka antha akasha. There is also space, which is even subtle. So this. The heart itself, the dwelling itself, is subtle. The space which is there within that is also called dahara, 
सर्वे सकलण तस्मिन यदंत इन दैट स्पेस इमेजिन दिस बॉडी इन दैट देयर इज ए द पैलेस ऑफ द ड्वेलिंग प्लेस ऑफ ब्रह्मन व्हिच इज ए द लोटस ऑफ द हार्ट इन दैट देयर इज स्पेस सर्व स्पेस इन दैट स्पेस ब्रह्मन मैनिफेस्ट्स सो तस्मिन यदंत व्हाट इज इन दैट स्पेस तत अन्वेष्टव्यम that has to be known tadvava vijnyasatam yameti it is to be inquired into for realization so anveshtavyam and vijnyasatavyam anveshtavyam is also really to be uh, to be investigated but here interpreted anveshtavyam it is to be known vijnyasatavyam has to be inquired into until it becomes your knowledge or realization so until in that so inquirements you should meditate upon this until you realize that <coughs> so this is the passage <coughs> which now on the page 347 vashikara explains going to anandagiri line then अध्यायतात्पर्य संक्षेप विस्तराभ्याम दर्शयित्वा संक्षेप विस्तराभ्याम इन संक्षेप एंड विस्तार भाष्यकला हैज शोड दी तात्पर्य द पर्पज ऑफ दी अध्याय ऑफ दिस फर्स्ट सिक्स सेक्शंस शुद्धक्षराणि व्याकरोति भाष्यकला नाउ एक्सप्लेन्स दी वर्ड्स ऑफ शुद्धि सेम थिंग गोइंग टू द टीका लाइन ट्वेंटी फाइव इत्थम अध्ययन अवतार्य तदक्षराणी व्यासिंग इंट्रोड्यूस अध्याय वेरी लॉ हमिंग अक्षराणी व्यासस्ते सो दर्ड आम सपोज टू स्पीक स्लो विदेकर एक्सप्लेन इत्यादि अनंतरम उत्तम बुद्धीन पवे निर्विशेषो ब्रह्मोपदेशानंतरम मंद बुद्धीन पवे सविशेष उपदेशे ब्रह्म इत्याख अथ देनाफ्टर देनाफ्टर मीन्स वन फॉर हैविंग टॉट दी निर्विशेष ब्रह्म फॉर दोज विथ डेवलप मच्योर माइंड नाउ द ब्रह्म विथ एट्रीब्यूट इज बींग टॉट फॉर दोज who needs to develop that mind <coughs> same thing line 25 anantaram iti nirvishesha brahma pratipadana anantaram tatra anadikrutanam mandanam adhikara siddhi upyogitaya savisheshopasam uchyate iti shesha nirvishesha brahma pratipadana anantaram having taught the nirvishesha brahma in the 6th and the 7th chapters तत्र अधिकृतांग मेडिटेशन इज प्रिपेर स्टूडेंट्स अल्टीमेटली टू नो ब्रह्मन टू नेचर सो दैट इज वॉट इज द हार्ड ऑफ श्रुति श्रुति अल्टीमेटली वॉन्ट्स अस टू नो Brahman, that is Atma. So whenever we know Brahman with attributes is always different from the self. Then Brahman with attributes always object of worship. Then there is a duality of the worshipper and worshipped. So some acharyas take that to be ultimate reality. All the other acharyas, Vaishnava acharyas. Whether it is Vishistha Dwayta or Dway, all of them look upon Brahman 
and separate from jiva in one way or the other. And then Brahman becomes a object of meditation, object of worship. So then worship becomes the primary means of realizing Brahman. Whereas Bhagavan Mahashakara says that there is not the really ultimate intention of the Shruti. Even though Shruti does teach about Brahman's attributes, the idea is to help student realize Brahman as very self. The only thing there is without attributes is self. Because one that objectifies all the attributes, one that illumines all the attributes, has to be devoid of all the attributes. Only self alone is without all attributes. And Brahman without attributes means Brahman is to be known as a self. Meaning that duality also cannot remain. <coughs> so the Shruti wants us to rise to that level. That's the point. Not that Brahman is not without attributes. It's not wrong. But that's not ultimate reality. It is reality. <coughs> This Upanishad is only, in fact, uh, aiming very, very high. So nowhere in the world is this teaching there. All other sampradayas, other religions, all of them only teach Brahman with attributes. Whatever they claim, whether Brahman is transcendent, always with attributes. Whether he is the Father in the heaven, this, that, what not, or Allah, etc., with all 99 different names are there. But Rahim, he is always one who you know, showers his grace, etc., and blesses you and so forth. All of these create problems, ultimately. Any great attribute taught about Brahman also, Ishwara or Allah or anybody, will create problem because you can't explain everything. Everything can be explained only when Brahman transcends everything. And then Brahman alone, the transcendental Brahman is real, then this everything is only Mithya. Then alone it can be explained. That all these contradictions can only exist in Mithya, they cannot exist in Satyam. Satyam of the truth cannot be simultaneously possessed of a punisher as well as a, uh, a favorer, you know, cannot be. And so, where both punishment and favor, both of them are Mithya, then alone Brahman, who transcends that, will be real, and that alone can explain everything. So only Mithyatam can explain. No other thing can explain. But nobody understands. They keep on breaking the head of Hinduism also and says this and that. But they cannot understand. That basically what Upanishads teach is Mithyatam, the whole Vyavahara. That means that Vyavahara is Anirvachaniya. You cannot say it is this only on that. We don't say that. And so Mithyatam. So then God cannot be explained. No, that is also not right. Saguna Brahma cannot be described, of course. So kasya stotam vihaya, kati vidaguna kasya vishaya. But Nirguna Brahma definitely can be described, and it can definitely be realized as it is. Nobody can realize Saguna Brahma in its entirety. Because it will realize to the mind, and of course, they talk about mind becoming a Hiranyagarbha and realizing Hiranyagarbha. <laughs> So they do talk about developing the mind to the extent that the mind can become as large as Hiranyagarbha by meditating, so it says. And James and Bauddha also say that an enlightened wise person, the Trikala Gnani, he knows everything in all the three periods of time. This is their definition of enlightened person. So Tirthankara is necessarily always Trikala Gnani and so also is Bauddha. Buddha. Vedanta says it is not possible for a human being to be like that. Because what you do with your mind, unless, of course, although the Upasana section of the Vedas do talk about that. So when they talk about the Brahmaloka, he is not reaching Brahmaloka, he has become identified with Brahma or Saguna Brahma, Hiranyagar. <coughs> so that's the kind of Upasana, whether it's tried or whether it's ever possible or not. But 
Vedanta does not see the need of you to have to know all the three periods of time because it is still mitya. You still do not transcend the idea that you are a knower. Even that also has to be let go. <coughs> and therefore, what is taught ultimately is that that's why it says, you know, so, mundanam adhikara siddhyata upayogitaya. As far as these people are concerned, the purpose that the upasana serves is to prepare this person for knowledge of the Nirguna Brahma. Savishesha upasana ucchadeti sheshaha. So, anantaram savisheshaṁ upasam ucchade. So, having taught the Nirvishesha Brahma for Uttamadhikāris, for the Adhikāris, Brahman is actually Brahman with attributes is now being taught. Then that Brahman can only be object of upasana and not object of if the ident- knowledge of identity. <coughs> okay, we'll continue tomorrow. Om Purnamadhaf Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Hashya Krutavande Ishvaro Gururatmede Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo